So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive until Welcome to Race by TV. Whoa, I'm Jackie. I'm Natalie. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for tuning in. On this rousing episode of Race by TV podcast. Um, It's going to be a good one for you today, I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, so I have a podcast recommendation that I just started listening to. Okay. Um, So... Marco Sparks and Benjamin Light from the Bros Watch PLL two podcast that I always talk about. Yeah, they have another podcast called Head Cannon, Head- and I just about? started listening to it, and it's amazing. It's basically our podcast, but mo- mostly about movies. Okay. Um, and their first eight episodes are about the Harry Potter movies. They go like into each movie in each episode. Cool. And it's so good. Like it's such good. Um, analysis and dialogue about the movies. They also did um, Back to the Future. They did Star Wars. They did Twilight. They did The Hunger Games. They did like a bunch of other stuff too. And I That's think that awesome. they're talking about um, doing TV shows, maybe doing Buffy, like, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. Um, we should collaborate with them. We should email them and see if they do oh a my collaboration. God. That would be so cool. Natalie. That would be a dream come true, except that they're, like, a real podcast, but, like, maybe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no. but yeah, but they're, like, a real podcast, but not but not really. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't, really, they don't have, don't have like sponsors, sponsors or anything. anything. They're yeah, just, you know, they're just a Pretty Little Liars podcast. Like, I don't... But, they, but they're, like, friends with, like, actual people who, yeah, like... Yeah, I guess so. You know, like, they're, like, friends with the directors of Pretty Little Liars. We, and we, we, yeah, that's true. They get people, like, to come on there. <laughs> exactly. To get like, who are we? Yeah. They can interview, like, Troy and Belisario. Like, why yeah, would why they would care they about us? talking to us? Yeah, exactly. That's, true. that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But, you, you know. never know if they like us and they want it to be nice. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. You never know. Who knows? <laughs> But, yeah, so I wanted to recommend that podcast because it's really, really, really good. And John and I just binge-watched all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So I was watching them as I was listening to them talk about it, and it was good. And basically, the idea is, like, their headcanon for for movies, like, kind of like what they imagine should happen in them. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's really good. I love it. It's a really great podcast. Yeah. Yeah, everyone should listen to it. You have anything for me? Um, there's an I have another podcast that I can recommend that is um, that goes along with this week's episode. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have not listened, so I guess I'll start by introducing what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Saved by the Bell, one of the greatest yes. uh, teen shows <laughs> of all time. Absolutely, <laughs> but there is a really great podcast about Saved by the Bell already out there. Yeah, I think you told me. Uh, yeah, it's a comedian, April Richardson, who is hilarious. Mm-hmm. She ha- has done, she's gotten, she's, you know, a comedian. She lives in L.A. She's got comedian friends. 
So she had... She's friends she, with Karen and Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a show yeah. with Karen Karen. I think Karen was on an episode of her podcast, at least one. Really? Oh, yeah, God, but, awesome. So she, she, this, it's, she, she's done with it now because she's gone through every episode already, but she would take each episode of Say by the Bell and have a comedian friend come on, come to her house and watch the sh- watch the episode with her and then they would talk about the episode after. That's awesome. So, yeah. They, she like she didn't do any of the, the Good Morning Miss Bliss ones or the college years, but she did. Gotcha. She even did like the Las Vegas wedding episode and everything. That's so, the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get to, but That's so cool. it's a really oh, good, yeah, it's a sure. really good podcast and I didn't feel right Doing this episode without mentioning her, her talent yeah, work. So that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. So yeah, uh, we're doing Saved by the Bell today, and that's one of my favorite shows ever. Um, obviously, like I am young, so the show like ended when I was born. But um, <laughs> yeah. I we watched reruns of it forever. We used to watch it every day before school yeah. and after school. It was on all the time on every channel. It was I've I, seen it every watched, episode like a million times. We watched two episodes a day at least. At every least. day, every from single the time day. we For were in years. elementary school till the time we were in high school. Like yeah, without exactly. fail, like every day. Without fail. I know. And, like, I I was, like, going into researching for this episode. I was, like, I haven't watched Saved by the Bell in a really long time. Like, I don't know how much I remember. And then as I'm, like, going through stuff, I remember everything. Yeah, (laughs) because we've seen every single episode many, many, many times. I know. Like, Like, I know this show better than I know, like, One Tree Hill, I think. Every morning from the time we were in, like, probably second grade. Until oh, the time yeah. we were in high school. At least. You know? Yeah, like, it's like ingrained in my yeah. memory forever. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm really excited to get into it. Um, yeah. You want to start sure. with the uh, Yeah, the original release. Overview. So, the original release was okay. August 20th. This is like the, the regular show, Save by the Bell. Started August 20th, 1989 and ended May 22nd, 1993. Mm-hmm. But then the college years was from 1993 to 1994. Mm-hmm. But then, but so Good Morning, Miss Bliss was the original show with the same care, some of the same characters, similar concept. It was on a different network previously, but so the pilot aired for that July 11th, 1987. The pilot for that aired on NBC, which is also where Saved by the Bell was, okay. but it wasn't but picked then up the by the show NBC. was on Disney. It was on Disney. Yeah. yeah, NBC never picked up the show, um, and I think the pilot never actually aired. I yeah. think like before it even aired, they were like, "Nah." And then Disney agreed to air the thirteen episodes that they had um, filmed, mm-hmm. um, and see how it goes. And then they were like, "If if it goes well, then we'll um, order episodes." Hold on, what's going on? Wait, we have to pause. Okay. Okay. Uh, so. Technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then so then they aired them and they never actually um, ordered new episodes um, of Good Morning Miss Bliss. But then the episodes were later um, reworked into the regular Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and yeah they were, I remember that. They were re-edited and used as Zach's memories of junior high. Yeah. So you do end up seeing them... Um, as part of Saved by the Bell in, like, kind of a different format than they were originally filmed in. 
Yeah, remember they were like weird. in the beginning. Zach would be like narrating it, kind yeah. of. They would be in like a just it would just be him right. with a backdrop. Yeah, like sitting like, on a this, chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was the time that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is really weird, but it know. was especially because and originally they were Good Morning in the Midwest or something. They were like yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they were originally. Yeah. And originally, the show was supposed to be about Miss Bliss. Yeah. Um, but they were like, this, it doesn't really work. Like, nobody really cares. Like, we should make yeah. it about the students. Yeah. <laughs> Which, thank God, they did. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. This show is... Oh, and then ridiculous. also, um, from 1993 to 2000, they had Saved by the Bell, the new class. Which yeah. I never knew that this existed, and it ran for seven seasons. I never saw it, but I no. read about it when I was looking at this book. What, it what ran, was it, on? it ran longer than the original, the original <laughs> ran. I don't yeah. know. I think it was on NBC too. And Dennis, um, uh, Haskins, Dennis Haskins, aka Mr. Belding, was in it, and Dustin Diamond was also in it, like oh, really? as main characters. And they, Dennis Hask- Haskins, why can't I? Oh, yes. Dennis Haskins stayed on the show, like, through the whole thing. And the rest of the cast changed. Um, and nobody really two... ever cared about the show. But it, it lasted for seven seasons. The year 2000? Yeah. Like, yeah, that would have been more... Years. That would have been more our demographic. Yeah, but I don't think anyone really watched it. So I don't know yeah. why they kept making episodes for so long. Weird. Really weird. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, and then the the two TV movies, the one where they go to Hawaii and the Las Vegas one, were always aired as just, like, part of the series. Yeah, always. In the reruns. Yeah. Like, they were just, like, an episode. It was just longer, yeah. which I like. They were just, I know. Because it was, I like, a that. continuation of what was happening. Yeah. it. I never knew they were movies, actually. Yeah, I just thought like, that they were, the like, Hawaii special episodes. Was like a movie. Yeah, I thought it was yeah technically special. it was a TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, weird. Which, that one aired in 92, and then the Las Vegas episode obviously aired in 94. That was the finale of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was anyway. a great episode. Honestly, yeah. like, I think I'm among one of the only people who really loved the college years. <laughs> I remember I know that's an unpopular I opinion. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I haven't seen them in a long time, but. Yeah. I remember liking them okay. I remember one I time they them. were, like, going to a rave. And they're trying to get oh, yeah. like, nitrous oxide. Nitrous they oxide. Got helium instead. No, what happened was like some like douchey guy wanted to get nitrous oxide yeah. to bring yeah, to the rave. Yeah, they didn't want to, but the and did, yeah. he asked Screech to get it because Screech like had access to the um, <laughs> like science lab or whatever, and he got helium instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. That's the only thing I really remember. No, I remember other things from the college. You remember so. Mr. Lasky and everything? Yeah, Mr. Lasky. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like and Kelly. Kelly's inappropriate relationship with him. Yeah. She always has inappropriate relationships with older men. She did. Yeah. I have that as one of my um, uh, favorite episodes. <laughs> Let's go through the characters real quick. Uh, okay. So Zach Morris is the main character played by Mark Paul Gosselaar. Gosselaar? Mm-hmm. Gosselaar? Gosselaar. Which, Gosselaar. there's just too many letters in that name. Like, there's yeah. two S's, two A's. Two like, A's. can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what nationality that is. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, then we have Lisa Turtle, who is played by Lark Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I don't feel like we need to explain these characters. 
No, I don't think we need to spend too much time on the characters. <laughs> Who doesn't know these characters? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, yeah, you know, Lisa Turtle. Oh, so Zach, whatever. We'll briefly. Zach Morris is a cool California guy with blonde hair. Uh, yeah. He thinks he's all that. Lisa mm-hmm. Turtle is a rich girl who cares about shopping only. Solely mm-hmm. shopping. The fashionista. That's all she ever talks about, fashionista. Mm-hmm. Screech Powers, played by Dustin Diamond, who's the nerd, the geeky kid, who's really weird. Um, Kelly Kapowski, played by Tiffany Amber Thiessen, is your classic girl next door. Uh, uh, that's all you gotta say about her. <laughs> AC mm-hmm. Slater, played by Mario Lopez, is the jock, beefcake <laughs> guy. Jesse Spano, played by Elizabeth Berkeley, is the smart girl. And Mr. Belding. Slash feminist. Slash feminist, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Belding, played by Dennis Haskins, is the mm-hmm. principal. And that's really the only characters that matter. <laughs> yeah. Anything um, else you gotta yeah. add to the characters? Nope. <laughs> I think it speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go into facts? Sure. Okay, so I have a few uh, fun facts about the show. Um, so Mark Paul Gossler and Lark Voorhees were actually dating in real life. Um, during the show, they dated for three years, uh, from the beginning through 1992, when they filmed the Hawaiian-style movie. Mm. Um, which I did not know that at all. Um, uh, number two, Mark Paul Gossler and Mario Lopez's real-life friendship made the show writers change their relationship on the show from enemies to friends, Uh because they they could see their obvious on-screen chemistry. So, like, originally they planned to keep them enemies, but then they changed it as the show went because they were actually best friends in their life. <laughs> That's really funny. I know. I thought that was cute. Mm. Um, Mark Paul Gossler had to dye his hair blonde every yeah. two weeks while the show was in production. I saw that. <laughs> which, I mean, makes sense because of his ridiculous frosted tips. Um, he looks right as a blonde, though. Yeah, he does look right as a blonde. I mean, he. I think he is naturally, like, blonde, but it's, like, darker. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, or maybe, like, light brown. Yeah. Well, because probably in Good Mo- Good Morning, Miss Bliss, he didn't dye his hair. Yeah, but it was still, like, light, It was light, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, yeah. like, dark brown. It, it was, just wasn't that, like, California bleach blonde. blonde. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dustin Diamond was actually only 12 years old when he was first cast, cast as Screeched, which Peter Engel, uh, the show, the producer, I think he was, um or creator, show creator, um, he didn't know that Dustin Diamond was 12, and he really? said in retrospect he wouldn't have cast him if he knew, and it created a lot of tension on set when he found out, because he would, like, make comments to Dustin Diamond about him being less mature than the rest of the cast, and it really pissed him off. Uh, I know. Which probably was the beginning of the outs that Dustin Diamond became on with the rest of the cast. Like, they yeah. do not get along. Um, and I feel like being treated that way when you're 12 years old is probably, yeah. probably didn't help his self-esteem, especially because he was playing the nerdy kid, and I don't know. Um, Fun fact about Dustin Diamond, he's performed uh, at the Crossroads a few times. I know! I know! <laughs> I really wanted to go when I first found out that he was playing at the Crossroads. Yeah. I know, the Crossroads, for those who don't know, <laughs> is a uh, bar and performance venue in our hometown. Like two Three blocks, blocks away from, from our, our, our hometown, home. our childhood home. Childhood home. <laughs> so. I know. Um, this next one is like my favorite fact. Um, 
After stopping production, the school set was never completely struck down and has since been used in various other shows, such as That's So Raven and iCarly. That's great. I think I've noticed, Which, noticed that, yeah. Yeah, the school setup with the stairs and the lockers in iCarly is exactly yeah. the same, so it makes it sense now that I think about it. Like, it's mm-hmm. exactly the same setup. Um, number six is Elizabeth Berkley originally auditioned for Kelly Kapowski. But Tiffany Amber Thiessen was ultimately chosen for this role. But the produce, since the producers liked um, Elizabeth Berkeley so much, they actually wrote in the character of Jesse for her. Oh, um, cool. a- and another person that was auditioning for Kelly Kapowski was Jenny Garth. Oh my god! I know. But then obviously she went on she to do Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and All. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. It's so funny. It's so also, funny. fun fact that I didn't write this down. Um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is Kelly in um, in uh, Say by the Bell, yeah. and Jenny Garth is Kelly in Beverly Hills 90210, um, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen is Valerie in Beverly Hills 90210, and Jenny Garth plays Valerie on... Um, uh, God, what is the name of what that I show? Like about, what I, what like, I about like About You, yeah. the Amanda yeah. Bynes show. That's yeah. right. So they That's both good. always play the same... The or the same names as each other in yeah, different in different they shows. Both, they can both be a Kelly or a Valerie. <laughs> I know, so funny. Um, I remember when, you, when I noticed that I was like, "Oh my yeah, god, wait, she's Valerie, funny. she's Valerie, she's Kelly, she's Kelly." <laughs> before um, I forget, well, you were talking about sets before. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I'm trying to look up a picture of this to show Scott recently, but do you remember when they were like it was their senior skip day? And they went to the beach. Yeah, they went to the beach, and it was like clearly a room like with a sand, room and there was no water. Yeah, it's like the and it was really small. Set. Yeah, it's only, it's like clearly just a room. It's like the same room they use for the movie theater. Yeah, but they like move the chairs put out, sand. put the put the put like a backdrop of a beach of the ocean, and they put sand on like the floor. Like they couldn't have afforded a better set, or like you're in California, aren't you? Can't you just go to a beach? I know. <laughs> so, so low budget. Stupid. But like, then I they can have make the, a better those... beach scene in my living room. But then they have all those episodes at the beach club. Yeah, but those were so, like those were different. Filmed like... on set. Yeah, exactly. So that it's not like they couldn't or film stuff different. on set. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But I just want to But the beach, the beach at the beach club is really crappy, too, and you never yeah, see the ocean. that's true. <laughs> like, it's just, like, a weird patch of sand. Yeah, that's probably just a set, too, actually. Yeah, probably. But it's yeah. a better set than the skip day one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think, and, and I think sometimes they film them, like, walking next to the ocean, and that's probably filmed on location, but, like, yeah. most of the beach scenes are filmed on a set. Yeah. I don't know. Um, then I have, after the show aired for four weeks, there was a research study conducted by NBC which showed that 50% of teen girls in the U.S. were watching the show. Wow. Which is, that's, like, really significant. Yeah. Um, the final... This, this one's really funny. So, the final graduation episode... Um, so, like, the final episode of the high school years was already shot when the network had ordered more episodes. And at this point, Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkley both had other projects going on and couldn't mm-hmm. film the extra episodes. So they br- that's when they brought in that's the character they in Tori, Tori. <laughs> who they named after Tori Spelling. 
Um, really? Yeah. Um, which created what is now known as the Tory paradox, which <laughs> to, to, um, to ensure continuity, they like squished these episodes in between episodes with um, that also like featured Kelly and Jesse. And the, the idea is that Tori, Kelly, and Jesse all went to Bayside at the same time, but they just had different classes and th- and therefore different social interactions with Zack Slater and Screech that just never overlapped. So they were like supposed to be the same day. So, like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, well, like the episodes that Tori was in, yeah. it was just supposed to be like at that time we're not seeing yeah. we're not seeing Screech Slater and Zack interact with Kelly and Jesse. We're only seeing them interact yeah. with Tori. And then when when Tori's gone and Jesse and Kelly are back, technically Tori still goes to the school. We're just not seeing those yeah. interactions anymore, um, which is so stupid. Um, that being said, Tori Spelling also guest starred on the show, which I'm yeah. so sure you remember Violet. as um, Screech's girlfriend Violet. Um, and then it's like the hottest so, nerd girl I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, um, speaking of those two characters. I have a list of characters who disappeared never to be heard from again because it didn't just happen those two times. So there's Jesse's new stepbrother, Eric. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, I do. He was, like, a bad kid. Yes, he's a bad kid, and he comes and, like, you know, causes a lot of trouble, and then after making up with everyone and agreeing to live with Jesse permanently, he's never seen or spoken of again. Never seen ever again. (laughs) So they go through this whole thing where he's bad, but then they make up, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to stay and live with you, and then he just disappears. Um, And then there's Violet, who just disappears midway through season three with no word, never to be heard of again. Um, And then there's Laura, um, who is the homeless girl that they meet in the two-part Christmas episode, who is at the end of the the two-part episode... She's supposed to come live with the Morrises yeah, until her dad finds a job, and then yeah. you just never see her again. Yep. <laughs> and they never talk about her never again. Do. And then there's Tori, uh, which I just talked about, but they explain that away with the Tori paradox, um, which I thought was funny. <laughs> like and then I just zero, have one more. Zero continuity in this show. Oh my god, I know. But like, honestly, there really doesn't need to be because from episode no. to episode, it's just completely different storylines. Yeah. So I, I I never even really thought about it. Like I just always no, assumed, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't think of it as like a continuous show the way you think of other shows. It's just yeah, you don't have high expectations of the show. It's like not not even not even as much as other sitcoms. Like it's just goofy and it's just supposed to be funny and silly. Um, Also, Lisa Turtle was originally written as a white Jewish girl from Long Island, but because the producers liked Lark Voorhees, they gave her the part. I'm glad they did. Me too, because she plays a really great Lisa Turtle. Um, yeah, that's all I have, and then I have my favorite episodes. Cool, I have episodes, too. Um, mm-hmm. we could go into that. Okay, cool. What's your first favorite episode? Um, I wrote down for the first one, I think is the most iconic one. I, I just wrote down, I didn't do a lot of research, I just wrote down the way that I refer to them as. Okay. So I just wrote down when Jesse gets addicted to those pills. <laughs> okay, so that one is called Jesse's Song, and it's yeah. season two, episode nine. Great, perfect. You can't talk about Saved by the Bell without talking about no, this episode. It's, it's the infamous. most iconic one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when everyone knows. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody. Yeah, I'm sure everybody knows this, but Jesse gets addicted to caffeine pills. Um. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in this one is that 
Jesse, Lisa, and Kelly start like a singing group called yeah. Hot Sunday. And for whatever they reason, they wear those ridiculous aerobics yeah. outfits that are like thongs they have over like leggings. A thong over leggings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With like a belt. And, yeah. And they're like practicing for some kind of really strange um, aerobics themed music video. Hot and Sunday. because Jesse's like, you know, an overachiever in school and everything too, in order to she's juggle like the two. She's like studying for the SATs or something. Yeah, yeah. So in order to, in order to juggle the two, she starts taking caffeine pills. Um and then has a meltdown which culminates in the infamous scene where she says, "I'm so excited. I'm so scared." <laughs> Oh my god, which is just the greatest, oh my god. the greatest thing ever. That's the best. I know. Um, I'll Everyone just, remembers that one. Yeah. I'll just read my favorite episodes, and then you you can fill it in, and then if you have more, you okay. can read the rest. Sounds okay, so the next one yeah, I wrote I down. Yeah, I wrote a lot of stuff down. Yeah, the next one I wrote down was the episode where they go to Palm Springs. I think it's like I, I didn't a two-part episode. One. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I like I did the, really like that episode, though. Yeah. And that hotel is a real hotel, and Scott and I were mm-hmm. gonna go out to Palm Springs just to I'd go stay to there. stay at that hotel because it has it has like an indoor canal, and there's like yeah, a boat, that, like, there's like water, a river, yeah. there's this boat, and the boat goes inside, and so it's cool. still there, and it, they still have that, and I really want to go. I, I think go it's too. like I think it's the Marriott. It's either the Hyatt or the Marriott. It's just a chain Hilton. hotel. It's just a yeah, cool but one. it's like but it's like a res- hotel and resort. It's like a gotcha. But it's owned by one of those mm-hmm. brands. I can't remember which one. And uh, do they think- go to Palm Springs for Jesse's dad's wedding? Yeah, it's Jesse's dad's wedding. And remember, yeah, she's that's right. He's, he's marrying a girl who's young, who's pretty young. Yeah, she's who's like, like close to their age. Yeah. And Jesse gets really upset about it because because right. they don't know. I think that she's they're she, that he's getting married. They go right. But, that's I don't right. think they know that he's getting married for some reason. Or, like, they didn't know no who sense. he was marrying. I don't know. Yeah, remember. maybe something like that. But yeah. then Jesse's really mean to her and, like, yeah. tries to sabotage the wedding. And she's, That's like, right. crazy. Acts crazy. And then uh, Slater meets that, like, princess. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. And she calls him a meathead or something. Yeah, like a beefcake. Really. A beefcake. Beef no, she calls him a cheesecake. Yeah, she calls him a cheesecake. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meaning meaning beefcake. Meaning beefcake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, which is ridiculous. But yeah, like, it's so Slater stupid. Slater plays golf with, like, the king of it's some, like, mm-hmm. obscure, yeah, her dad, like, that's, like, random the king. Eastern European country that doesn't actually exist. And she just has some random, like, accent that you can't really place yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so good. But I love that one just because I always love that hotel. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I like that episode. Yeah, it's a good um, one. And then I just wrote down like the Beach Club episodes in general. Um, okay. I like those ones too. I like Leah Remini. Yeah. She's great. But it's yeah, like, she's really it's, good. you know, it's different. They were a little different, those episodes, because it was, you know, yeah, they were. every other episode of the show is filmed either. In the school hallway, in like or the one max. classroom, or the max, yeah, yeah. So and like sometimes are... Zach's house, or like yeah, someone's house, barely, yeah. yeah, but barely, yeah. So I can't think of one specific Beach Club episode that I like, but um, there there was the one with the um the pageant, yeah, right? the the Fourth of July pageant, yeah, yeah. Jesse yeah. wears like that full on 
Statue of Liberty costume. <laughs> I think I posted a picture of that on yeah, 4th of July on, on our, our Instagram, Instagram account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then I wrote down the Hawaiian, the Hawaii special. Mm-hmm. That's another really good great. one. Um, I don't know if you had more stuff about that one. Anytime a show goes to Hawaii is good. Remember the Full House one where they go to yeah. Hawaii? Well, I just really love, that's one. why I wrote down all these, because I just love when shows go on, like, vacation. Me too. And they're, like, but I think that somewhere. that's, I think that the Beach Club episodes being good is an unpopular opinion amongst Saved by the Bell really? fans, too. Really? Like, I think most Saved by the Bell fans don't like those or the college years, but I like both of them. I like the Beach Club ones. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah. I really like those episodes. Yeah. Stacy Carosi. Yeah, I love her. She's the best. Yeah. And then, yeah, but the Hawaii one, I, mm-hmm. I liked. But it, it... I didn't have that one. It's... So, they go to Hawaii. They're staying with Kelly's grandpa. Mm-hmm. Who owns, like, a resort, Who owns, like, right? this little, like, small yeah. resort that's not doing great. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, Mr. Belding and, like, the principal's oh, yeah. convention is also <laughs> yeah, in Hawaii. Like, and they see with, him like, at the airport. <laughs> And then he happens to be staying at the rival hotel of, uh-huh. of, of Kelly's grandfather. And right. then, so, like, to say, to help Kelly's grandfather keep the Hawaiian hideaway. Welcome to the Hawaiian <laughs> hideaway. <laughs> Your chairs will slide away. Oh, no. Sorry for that. <laughs> I remember that very well. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I remember all the great songs from the show, which I will yeah. definitely sing another one oh, yeah. when we get oh, to Oh my it. god, we're gonna sing more songs. <laughs> so they so they get so they like for somehow like pretend that they like go undercover at the big hotel and like pretend there's rats mm-hmm. and stuff and rot yeah. or termites or whatever and they get all of the principal's convention people to stay at to the come Hawaiian stay Hideaway. at their hotel yeah and then there's something where like screech like the native hawaiians think he's like this he like looks like this statue oh yeah <laughs> oh my i think God. i've watched this one recently that's why i remember all these things because <laughs> <laughs> i watched it They're when i was all... listening to uh april richardson's podcast go bayside yeah because they're all on hulu right yeah i think they're on hulu yeah, i think so but yeah, so I don't remember what else happens, but I think Kelly. <laughs> I don't remember. I either. think Kelly has a yet another thing with an older guy who's like. I think she has a relationship with like the guy that works for the other hotel. Runs right, the, or he's good. They're gonna, or they want to buy out Kelly's. Yeah, they want to buy out the Hawaiian hideaway. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that happened. But that one's good. Then I wrote down the "Oh No, He Died" episode. Okay, so then I looked that one up. So that... <laughs> probably no one else remembers this because we're just know, that weird. But the episode is... I just um, to talk about that. Episode... Or season four, episode 14. It's called The Teacher Strike. Um, and I don't remember, like... Like, I think uh, Screech, like, has some kind of meltdown. So he's, like, in the hospital or something. And Jesse... Jesse is talking to him... Else. Jesse's talking to him and and he is talking about school and he says, 
All right, astrophysics. First, think of Astro, the Jetsons dog. Jetsons means jet propulsion with properties A, B, C, see you real soon. And then he passes <laughs> out. And then Jesse goes, and then Jesse says, oh, no, he died. Like, just like that. Just like, like that. Like, with no inflection, no, oh, like, no, care. Oh, no, he died. Just, like, matter-of-factly. Which, to be honest, is quite believable because I don't think Jessie ever said anything nice to Screech, ever. Yeah, I know. She was very true. mean to him. She hated oh, you know Screech. What? You know what I think was happening? I think they were doing some kind of, like, academic bowl. Yeah, that's right. And he was trying to teach Zach, like, the information so that yeah. he could, so that he could, like, be on it because he couldn't do it because he's, like dying in the hospital for whatever he reason sick. like maybe yeah. he got his like appendix taken out or something something i don't like remember that. i don't remember exactly what was happening but that's <laughs> that's why he's in the hospital and why that happened <laughs> oh my god oh lisa is on the a- academic bowl team um and he's trying to teach her that's what's happening not Zach. okay yeah there yeah i i remember the academic bowl yeah yeah that's what's happening. They were like, yeah, kind of. Oh my god. <laughs> I just so remember we, we, you know, we thought that was the funniest thing ever. Oh mm-hmm. so, no, he died. Oh no, he died. Just, and like, we just quote that forever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are other things I'm not thinking of that we quoted all the time too. But I'm sure maybe you remembered some of them. Um, I have like the one as one of my favorite episodes. You want me to talk about that? Sure. Okay, so this episode is season four, episode 23, and it's called Slater's Friend. And in this episode, Slater's pet chameleon Artie dies, and they have a funeral for him, and (laughs) they sing a song at the funeral that goes, Oh, Artie boy! The bugs, the bugs are buzzing. <laughs> and I remember this whole song very well. And I'm not going to sing the whole thing on the mic because it's embarrassing. But <laughs> there's gnats and ants, mosquitoes on the ground. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. And I used to just sing that song all the time because it's so stupid and awesome. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Um, I have a few other favorite episodes. Go ahead. Do you have any the other? More? The only okay. other ones I had, well, the other, I wrote the, down the Christmas episodes. The yeah, ones I have that one too. Play, uh, but mm-hmm. that's not that interesting. I just that's think the one where they meet Laura, the, the homeless yeah, Laura, girl. And yeah. they're just I like, always really liked those episodes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, uh, and then I wrote down like the Vegas wedding thing. Yeah, me too. Um, but I have a few other ones. Yeah, go, You're, go for it. Okay, so season three, most of them are from season three, so I guess season three was the best season. <laughs> but um, season three, episode 26, Mystery Weekend. Do you remember this one? Mystery Weekend? So Lisa wins a radio contest and the gang goes to a mansion for a murder mystery weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. this one? Yes. Oh yes, my god, course. it's such a good one. And then, like, it's basically just, like, full-on cliche. Clue. Basically like clue. clue slash yeah. Scooby-Doo mystery. Yeah. Um... Where it's a murder mystery, so you think it's fake, but then all of a sudden it starts to feel like it's real, you know? But mm. And everybody thinks it's real, but then obviously it's not real at the end. Uh, it's yeah. just a huge trope, but it's a really good one. And and again, like, all the episodes where it's, fil- it's shot somewhere other than the school or the max, like, are yeah. standout episodes, obviously. So mm-hmm. that's why that made my list. Um, and then 
the okay this is okay i'm gonna say that save that one for last actually because that's the best one um uh so then there's season three episode one the last dance so this is the one where kelly starts working at the max and she falls in love with her new boss who's older and like what's name jeff you know, i didn't write it down but yeah i think, I think it was jeff, jeff yeah. i think it was jeff um and so what am i saying okay so then that leads to her and zach's breakup which happens at the dance they're sitting outside and during this scene, while they're breaking up, uh, Jesse and Slater are on stage singing How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this really sad moment, but it's just so funny <laughs> that they're singing this song. And I'm sure I'm not supposed to laugh because, like, Kelly's crying and they're breaking up. But, like, yeah. it's really funny. Um, but it's it, it's all so sad, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then I just wrote that that's not the first time that Kelly had an inappropriate relationship, or not the last time Kelly had an inappropriate relationship with um, an older man, because then she dates Professor Lasky on the college episodes, and that's yeah. really weird. But um, And then season three, episode 11, Pipe Dreams. Um, this is when they discover that there's oil under the high school. Oh my god, yeah. Which, like, okay, sure. Why does the high oil. school... Why does the high school, or why is the high school entitled to the money that's made from oil that's drilled underneath? I know, the high school would be owned by the city. Yeah, like, that doesn't so make it any sense. The, like, it's not, it's not a private high school. Right. Bayside, like, they don't own, don't they don't own the land. Like, who? The superintendent? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, but then, that, so, in that episode, um... There's an oil spill and it mm. kill, like kills the pond animals and that's really oh, sad. Yeah, it is sad. And and then there's the scene where they're showing the the model of the new school with the new gym and the pool and everything. And so <laughs> to protest it, they go and they put I think it's Zach that does this and puts the oil towers on the on the model and like yeah. squirts it squirts it with oil. And <laughs> it's supposed to be this like epic moment where he's protesting <laughs> the oil drilling. And I guess it's supposed to be, like, environmentally aware, but it's just really silly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and then, so then, the very best episode ever is season three, episode 22, behind the, it's, uh, the behind the music style episode, you remember this one? It was called Rockumentary. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this one before. So this episode is narrated by the Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. Um, <laughs> where, and it's like a fantasy dream style episode where the gang forms a band called Zack Attack. And it shows the rise and fall of the band, including a reunion concert, uh, where they sing their hit song, Friends Forever. Friends Forever. <laughs> Which is the best song that's ever been written. <laughs> And I haven't decided yet if I want to put that song in the end or if I want to put in Oh Artie Boy in the end. I have, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise for the listeners and for me because I haven't decided yet. You don't um, want to put the theme yeah. song? No, I want to put one of okay. those. All right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> They're more important. Yeah, I think you're Also, right. actually, a fun fact about the theme song. So Peter Engel hated the name Saved by the Bell. Um, so when he commissioned people to write a theme song for the show he said do not put the name of the show in the theme song 
And, like, three <laughs> people came back to him with their versions where they followed his rules, and none of them were good. And then the person who ended up making the actual theme song, whose name I didn't write down, um, didn't listen and obviously put the name in. But he was like, uh, this is actually really good and fits the vibe of the show. So it's really it. good. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> and he ended up really being good. like, I'm glad you broke the rules. <laughs> you know? For that me. wonderful song. It really is so good. Um, yeah, and then and then I have the Vegas wedding special, obviously. Yeah. Is the best, is, like, probably my favorite episode because Zach and Kelly finally get married and they go to Vegas and it's funny and it's silly and there's, like, mobsters. And, and like, instead of telling Kelly that he he lost all his money to, the, to paying bail when they yeah. got pulled over... Uh-huh. He decides to prostitute himself. I know, and not tell to her. make money, <laughs> and try to like go on a date her. with her and a date with an escort or like the person because they have to get married. They're I nineteen know. years old and they have to get married I that know. weekend. They can't so postpone cute. it when they have more money. Like, <laughs> and like you're gonna get married, but you can't even be honest with honest your future with your, wife. Yeah, <laughs> like about and it wasn't your fault. Maybe like, you it wasn't shouldn't their be fault getting married. <laughs> I know. And I, I also just have, like, a vivid memory of the girls driving and they, like, their car overheats. And then that yeah. guy shows up and, like, uses her belt or something. Like, yes, yeah. puts, like, her actual her belt, Italian leather in belt in the car. Like, yeah. you can't you can't just use a, any old belt and, and put that in a car. No. Like, that's not gonna work. I have a vivid memory of that, too, the belt thing. And he pours water in as coolant and, like, yeah. I don't think that that... I don't know if that would work. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it would. I don't know. I think that would like do damage because water. I guess it's hot, so it might be okay. I don't know because water can freeze and then mess up. Maybe and, I, I don't mean, know I anything it, about cars. If it's overheating, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, it might work. It might work temporarily to get the car like to a shop. Yeah, I don't really know. I obviously don't know anything about cars, so I don't know what I'm talking about. It just didn't seem like something that would work, but uh, maybe it would. But, but, yeah, that's a really good episode. Yeah. And I like Kelly's haircut. It's yeah. Like her short haircut. It's short, she and cute. she keeps that through 90210. Yeah, she does. It looks good yeah. on her. She rocks it. <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen's adorable. Yeah, she is. All right. <laughs> Do you have more episodes? No, that's all I have. All right. And then I just so have my I, quiz. I have a few articles. If you want me to, I'm going to, I can let you know what they are, and you can tell me which ones you want me to read. Mm-hmm. So I have seven Saved by the Bell plots that prove Zach is a sociopath. Oh, good. Uh, the 12 most most ridiculous Saved by the Bell storylines. And then I have one that's about a, uh, a Saved by the Bell conspiracy theory, which we can talk Ooh, about do anyway. That. Do right, that. We, I, I can do both of them. Or okay, do, do that. that one and... Do that and ridiculous storylines. Okay. Hold on a second. Because I don't believe that Zach is a sociopath. No, yeah. <laughs> He's not I mean, Dennis. He's not Dennis Reynolds. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which true. there's a really good article that's like proof that Dennis Reynolds is actually a serial killer. And it's <laughs> it's a really good one. I believe that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For some reason this is not loading. Oh, here we go. Okay. So the conspiracy theory, it's, I'm going to skim, I'm going to skim the article a bit because it is kind of long and I didn't. Yeah, yeah. 
I should have read it and then taken notes. But I yes, think basically it's um, – <laughs> I, I did read some of it, but – and yeah. I've heard this before while reading other, like, conspiracy theories about TV shows. But mm-hmm. I think the basic idea of it is that it's really all just a dream. Um, Zach is – so Zach attends middle school in a boring Indiana suburb. So this is good morning, Miss Bliss. Okay, so it's a boring Indiana, Indiana suburb. He's a minor troublemaker whose plans are always stopped by the intelligent Miss Bliss. Zach's had to deal with being embarrassed and ruined classmates and has had problems with girls. His friends Mikey, Nikki, Mikey and Nikki won't hesitate to put him in his place. Zach's a child of divorce and has a brother. Um, and then mm-hmm. Zach, and then in the regular episode, Zach's, Zach goes to Bayside in sunny California, where he's everyone's favorite everything. He's the most popular kid in school and excels in everything. Sports, music, casual racism, whatever. (laughs) He apologized for that Native American episode that's really um, inappropriate. Mark Paul Gossler said that that was his favorite episode when he was younger, and then later on realized it was bad and came out and was like, no, I changed my mind, and I actually apologized because it was really, really offensive. <laughs> Sorry, side note. Yeah. <laughs> I read oh. that but I didn't write it down. <laughs> so yeah, basically like he's the best. He's got a he's uh he's gets a fifteen oh two on his SAT. Oh yeah. He's, he's got you know, he's got everything. He Right. What else? He gets the know. girl in the end. He gets the girl, he's got mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he's the alpha in his circle of friends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even he doesn't, like you said before, he doesn't get along with Slater initially, but then they become best friends. Like, right. The cool guy. Uh, and his friends, his friend, his best friend Screech is capable of building a sentient robot. Um, oh, yeah. He's also, he's also, that was not, a good to mention, line. not to mention, is Zach able to stop time? Yeah. All the time. You know, he always goes, time out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, I love so that. this conspiracy theory basically uh, thinks that the truth is that Saved by the Bell never happened. That it's nothing more than the escapist fantasy of a delusioned young man named Zach Morris. <laughs> Oddities or failures are simply signs of his subconscious trying to break through. Any problems he has in real life disappear when he's in the dream world. The show even tells us once every episode that once every episode that Zach's real life is actually like in the theme song. So, so they think that... So, in the theme song, okay, so, hold on a second. The lyrics tell the tale of a day in the life of a high school student. Stumbling through an unpleasant world of consequence, he starts in a panic. And then yeah. later, and then later, um, he misses as a boss, teacher drops the test, I know I'm yeah. in a mess and my dog had yeah. had homework last night, right in lower right. chair. She won't know mm-hmm. that I'm there. Um, as a summary of the show, the theme song makes no sense. Zach has never had a bad day at Bayside in his life. He's never in a mess. Everything bounces off of him. And if he's prepared, unprepared for a test, he doesn't ride low in his chair like some depressed teenager. He gets to the teacher. He gets the teacher to turn the test into a bake off, and then wins the bake off by cheating. <laughs> it only starts to make sense when you look at the structure. The song begins with a bell taking ta- uh, taking the narrator out of his dream world. So the belt, so so the middle of the song takes us through the narrator's um, miserably realistic mm-hmm. life at school, but then at the end of the song, right before the show about Bayside starts, it's he gets right, saved by, saved the, by the school bell. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so then his dream world starts. He gets to go home and daydream about this new life. 
Thus, the song ends, like ends with Zach being released from the harsh realities of life by escaping to the one place where everything is all right for him, a place that exists in the border between today and tomorrow, the nighttime when you sleep. <laughs> the twilight zone. Exactly. Um, I really like this theory, but I do have news for the person who wrote this. It's a TV show, so none of it's real. Uh, don't, know, <laughs> yeah. don't know if they were conscious of that or not, but... Uh... <laughs> No, but I like that. That's I funny. So. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does, makes sense. doesn't it? With the theme song, yeah, because Zach's never had a sense. bad day. Zach's never had to, you know, ride low in his chair. He always just comes up with a scheme to get out of whatever it is that he's not prepared for. That's true. You know, I like it. It's a good one. I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I boy. thought that was worth a mention. So you want me to read you some of the 12 Re- most ridiculous Sleep of the Bell storylines? Yes. All right, let's take a look. So anyway, that uh, that article was a Cracked.com article that I was reading from, The Conspiracy Theory. Cool. Um, okay, let me see. Okay, remember the, the episode where the tabloid is offering money for photos of real aliens? So they dress oh my up God. as an alien in order to fool the tabloid. Oh my God, that's and such then, a good one. And, and then I he like about takes, that. And then they dress him up as an alien, but then he like takes off a mask and there's another alien face underneath. So they like, <laughs> trick the guy into thinking he's a real alien. Like, that's right. <laughs> a real alien dressing up as a fake alien. <laughs> yeah. And then he like got braces. It's like a, remember that show Brace Face? Yes. And is brace it that face, same thing? It is that get, same like, thing where it's like radio, tuned into radio, radio signals and stuff. Oh yeah, my god, brace how, face was the best them. show. We should do an episode on brace face. We could. <laughs> I think that probably only lasted one season. I think we're the only people who watched it. Ever, yeah. <laughs> Another great episode when Zach learns about subliminal advertising. Oh yeah! Remember they released that, and then he released like plays that song over the loudspeakers that makes every girl fall in love with him. Yeah, but they like figured out that he was doing that, so then everyone pretends to be obsessed with him, so to like teach him a lesson. Because honestly, like rapey much. What? Yeah, rape. Yeah, like that's not rakey. Yeah, no, no, not (laughs) rakey. Rapey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really pretty, pretty disturbing. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one. What else you got? Um, some of these aren't that great. No, some of them we already talked about too. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. If you don't have any more, I have a quiz. Remember when they invent a new kind of spaghetti sauce? And then Screech sells it, and it's and it's, then the uh, rich girl the saucy Robin you, tries to date the, him. It goes the saucy like, you can have, but the secret she's mine. That's another thing we used to say all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, that girl like is trying is like a gold digger and yeah. wants to date him because she thinks he's gonna be rich. But then it turns out that his grandma's special sauce was really like a Betty Crocker recipe, and he gets yeah, a cease and desist from them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, remember oh, when that one. episode where they have like a party at Screech's house and they, like his mom's like obsessed with Elvis and they like break the okay. Elvis statue? That's one of the quiz questions. Yeah, the oh. Elvis statue. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's okay. Right, a lot of the it. things on there are probably things you already talked about. Yeah. All right. That's really all I got. Unless you want to hear some reasons why Zach's a sociopath. Um, I guess. <laughs> I just don't agree. 
but like maybe they can convince me. It's too long. <laughs> I don't feel like right. reading it. All right. You want to take it's this a, quiz? It's also another crack.com article, so if anyone wants to read If anyone wants to read this article, why Zach's a sociopath and then like condense it in, into one argument that you can try to convince us that's true, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Because I don't agree. I think he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, mostly. I think he's kind of dumb. And Definitely. he is popular, so he's a little conceited. But has a good heart. Yeah, I think you're right. Alright. Only four characters from Good Morning Miss Bliss, the seminal Disney Channel television show that was revamped for NBC as Say by the Bell, managed to survive the reincarnation process. Which of these characters was not part of the original... Good morning, Miss Bliss cast. <clears throat> Principal Richard Belding, Jessica Jesse Myrtle Spano, Samuel Screech Powers, or Lisa Turtle? Uh, Jesse. Correct. Yeah, see, I, I wrote down all the answers ahead of time, so I can just tell you if you're right or not right away. So I did it right this okay. time. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, <laughs> what fictional famous, quote, famous actor comes to Bayside School to film an anti-drug commercial despite rampant illicit drug use? Do you remember this? And they find the roach in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. I think you'll remember the name when I read it because I remembered okay. when I first read it. Joshua Ramsey Evans, Johnny Dakota, Lauren Nicole Parker, or Sally Sitwell? Johnny Dakota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when Lisa gets a little crazy with her father's credit card after making the honor roll at Bayside and buys an outfit what w that would make Viz Vivian Westwood swoon, what does what job does she take in order to earn the money to pay him back? Waitress at the Max, fashion designer at school, tutor, or quote coolness coach. <laughs> <laughs> She's a waitress at the back. Yeah, I don't know what a coolness coach. Coolness is. coach. I don't know. Um. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Um. Okay. What did Zach score on his SATs that wowed the Yale University Admissions Board into acceptance letter, despite the fact that he was a proud C level underachiever with negligible academic extracurricular activities <laughs> and had to perform in a school ballet ballet just to earn the final credit he needed to graduate. Right. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember that one. And you said you said his SAT I score, just said before, the score yeah. before I just 1502, read it. it was 1502, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um which actor is the only one to appear in all the Saved by the Bell episodes, spin-offs, and movies? Dustin Diamond, Mark Paul Gossler, Lark Voorhees, or Elizabeth Berkley? It's Dustin Diamond, right? Because you were just saying the new class. Yep. Right? Yep. Am I right? Yes, you're right. Cool. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear okay. you. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the almost offensive hedonistic nightclub the gang hung out at at the episode where Screech made everyone fake IDs? Oh, my God. The Basement? The Attic, The Palace, or Rogue? Was it The Attic? Yes, it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, when Jesse, Lisa, Kelly, and eight-episode Beach Club era add-on Stacey Carosi compete in the Midsummer Beauty Pageant, which we talked about before, what official yeah. title does this winner receive? Ms. Summer, Ms. Independence, Ms. July, or Ms. Liberty? Ms. Liberty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Miss Liberty pageant. <laughs> yep. Is Zach Morris of Native American heritage? Yes. <laughs> yes, according like, to him, he is. 
like 0.2%. Running Zach or whatever. Running Zach. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. Um, oh boy. Um, okay, I said this before, but due to the shifty machinations of Zach, the girls form a singing group, which for some unaccountable reason involves filming a music video on a gymnasium-esque set replete with hilariously unnecessary props. The gals <laughs> sing a song entitled, Go For It! Which was, what was the name of the girls' group? I said it before. Instead of Hot Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um... When the girls catch Zack Slater, oh, this is the one that you said, the Elvis statue. So, but what was happening mm-hmm. is the girls catch, Z- which Tori Spelling was involved in yeah, the, the girls. She was there. They catch Zack Slater and Screech engaging in, quote, guy stuff, a risky business-esque karaoke performance of like a yeah. Beach Boys song, I think. Um, yeah, at definitely. Screech's house while his mother was away, what prized possession of hers gets broken uh, which is the Elvis statue. Elvis statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. I remembered this one, too, when I read it. Um, in an episode entitled Pin to the Mat, Slater, justifiably, questions the importance of wrestling and quits the Bayside team, placing them in the perilous position of losing a match against Bayside's competing high school, Valley. <laughs> Screech Valley. steps up Valley. to the it's plate. I know, it's always Valley. <laughs> Screech steps up to the plate to wrestle Slater's main athletic rival, whose name is <laughs> Kirstick, Nedick, Knockbar, or Calderon. Can you read them again? I don't remember that. It was okay. Kirstick, Nedick, Knockbar, or Calderon. You don't remember this? No, I I remember this. You want me to tell you? Yeah. It was Nedick. Which I think is so funny because he's a wrestler and he could take a knee to the dick at any time. Knee dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously they don't make that joke, but obviously I'm going to make that joke. Um, yeah, that's funny. I know. Oh, this is I another funny that. one that, that reminded me of this good episode. Um, being the thoughtful, considerate, and altruistic friend that he is, and irrationally concerned about Screech's inability to land a gal pal, Zach pretends to be a girl who is interested in Screech. Do you remember this? Oh my god, yes, of course. As expected, things go humorously south when Zach learns about Screech's une- unexpected attraction to the girl version of himself. The whole fiasco ultimately involves dressing up in drag and going on a date with Screech, what pseudonym does Zach employ to successfully affect his unconscionably cruel charade? Bambi, Barbie, Betty, or Barbara? Barbie, I think, right? It was Bambi. Bambi. Ah, oh, damn it. Close. I know they, I know, ah, oh, we gotta, there's another thing I want to mention. Because <laughs> in that other episode when, when Screech dresses up like a girl, he says he's Barbara Bush. Oh my god, yes! And then, and then in the other one he says he's Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> he's Barbara Bush when he dresses like a girl in the girls' locker room. Like, he's just like a kid, a teenager girl. <laughs> That's right! And then when he's like pretending to be the like, old lady, like a custodian or something. Yeah. Like a lady mopping the floor. He's just he's Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, yeah. That's in the locker room too, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're both in the girls' locker room. Yeah, that might even be, like, the same episode. Yeah, I think it might. I don't remember. Oh, my God, so funny. Um, okay. The gang's... Oh, this is a really good one. 
The gang staple hangout, the Max, decides to hold a dance contest, of course. Oh my god. Lisa Turtle's fairweather date dumps her after she unforgivably injures herself before the big night, forcing a kind-hearted yet obsessed Screech into the role of chivalrous white knight. What classy cotillion do the pair perform to steal the show and take the palm take the palm at the contest? The hobbled hop, the bruised bustle, the sprain, or the contused Charleston? Do you Is remember it the this? Sprain? The, the sprain, sprain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like hopping They're... around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she's on crutches. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> what do the initials AC stand for in Mario Lopez's character AC Slater? Albert Clifford. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd know it without me reading them. <laughs> Albert yeah. Clifford Slater. Albert Clifford. <laughs> um, oh, this one I didn't know. Uh, what writer's collection of pop culture essays includes a chapter entitled Being Zach Morris Dissecting the Series? Uh, Dave Eagers, Chuck Klosterman, David Foster Wallace, or David Israel? I don't know. Chuck Klosterman. I didn't know this and I really, really? want to read it. Yeah. Yeah, that's his great. Right? How cool is that? Yeah. That's the last one. Alright. That was the yeah. only one I didn't know. Uh, yeah. And I'm did, glad that I know that now because I, I need to read well. that. Yeah. I oh, yeah. the name of the... The guy that Slater had. But that's Slater's like so random, and the only obscure. reason I remembered because was because of a dick you joke. Thought of the knee dick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I remembered, and I only remembered after seeing the name. Like I wouldn't have thought of it, you know. Yeah. Oh my god, so funny. Yeah, of course. Yep, that's it. That's all I got for you. That's all I got too. I oh, mean, that show will forever remind me of weekday mornings, though. Me too. Going to school. <laughs> Forever. Watching it in the morning and not wanting to leave because I wanted to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. coming home and watching yeah, more. We'd have to, like, leave halfway through the second episode or something. Yeah, we would usually watch one episode and like then seven, part of another. It was another. on at 7 and 7.30. Mm-hmm. So we probably had to leave before. Yeah. By, like, 7.45 or something. Yeah, something like that. You know. Damn. What a good show. Really good show. I want to rewatch it. Maybe I will. I'm glad. All the episodes, I'm pretty sure, are on Hulu. Yeah, I watched some of them. Like, I went and watched the Hawaii episode, and I watched, I think I watched some of the Las Vegas episode. Yeah, and I think they have all the college episodes on there, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. Great show. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. On Apple Podcasts, it's not called iTunes anymore. Keep I know. I iTunes. always say iTunes anyway. iTunes. <laughs> um, and Stitcher, wherever you listen. Because mm-hmm. I think when it's available on Stitcher, it's also available on some of the other apps. I'm not sure. I don't know yeah, I think it is too. So, thanks for listening. Um, our Twitter and Instagram is RBTV Podcast. Um, and our email is rbtvpodcast at gmail.com. So if you want to send us your favorite shows or questions or comments, you can send those there. Uh, we appreciate communication. Also, three-star review or three-star review. Five-star review is what we Please need. Please don't give us a three-star review. Please don't send us really a three-star review. That would really, be so mean. If you really feel that we deserve a three-star <laughs> review, then I guess go for it. But. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, five-star review. Please tell us that you like to eat cheese. Tell us whatever you want. I don't care. You don't have to write anything. Big, just five stars. That's all we need. Just in, in some, like, emojis, even. Yeah, totally. Just, like, put a smiley face or a thumbs up or something. 
Or like the hang ten mm-hmm. thing, you know. Or whatever that, that is. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> and let us know what you want us to hear to do next time. Mm-hmm. Because we appreciate your input. Agreed. All right. That's it. That's all we got for you today. Sayonara. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Arrivederci. Arrivederla. And that brings us back to the present and the Zack Attack reunion concert. Friends forever. It's a nice idea.